Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, July 15th, 2022. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today is Fuck Around Friday. Shake, 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 Sonora. Shake your body line. Oh, two songs fell out of the bag. Oops. Okay. Well, these two songs are the answer to the first question, and they are Strong Black Vine and Happy Worker. So the question is, the very first question we received from our Instagram questions, Ask the Torkoal Question, you know how Fuck Around Friday works. The first question was, will Mark ever give us soundboard boots from the 90s? That's positive. He's a happy worker, but he's <laughs> he's mining oil, right? Strong Black Vine is not a good song. It's about stealing natural resources, isn't it? So... Maybe this is the perfect two songs to come out of the bag for that particular question. I think that we will see them. Personally, I know that's not the ethical. This is the Torical you're looking for advice from. But the ethical says, I think we must, right? I don't know how to get through to this lady. I don't know. Ma'am, I don't know how to get through to you. I know you're listening. Listen to me. Hear me. We want the live boots. We want all the live boots. Every show. You know what? Just set a precedent. Every show ever gets a live boot. Soundboard quality. Thank you. Next question. Will I be receiving a Scarlet's Walk 2LP for Christmas this year? Oh, a double LP? It'll be a triple. Double. Okay. Will we be receiving a Scarlet's Walk double LP for Christmas this year? The answer is leather. <laughs> um, oh, God. Could it be the weather? Oh, God. Why am I here? If love isn't forever and it's not the weather, hand me my leather. I don't think so. That doesn't sound promising. Hand me my leather. Hand me my leather. Walking. She's walking away. Scarlet's walking away, maybe. Ask again later, the Torkoal says. Answer unclear. Okay, next one. Will we ever get COVID under control? Oh, boy. Will we ever get COVID under control? Broken arrow. Oh, ooh. Just give it to us straight, I guess, huh, Torkoal? Says no. Torkoal survey says no. No, that it'll be a part of our lives forever. That's not exciting. Okay, will we see a Scarlet's Walk vinyl anniversary reissue this year? Listen to you people. You got one thing on your mind, and it's Scarlet, and it's disgusting. Okay, Edge of the Moon. Okay, well, that's a little bit. That's clearing up a little bit more of what Leather was saying. Leather is saying we're walking away, and Edge of the Moon says we're almost there. Will we ever get a Scarlet's Walk vinyl anniversary reissue this year? Edge of the Moon. We are almost there. Maybe someone's thinking about it. It doesn't seem entirely entirely like it's happening. Maybe someone's thinking about it. That would be nice. Just think about it and think about how amazing it would be. 5,000 copies. Did I tell you how I talked to the president of Vinyl Me, please? There used to be this app. Do you remember Clubhouse? And it was like live podcasts. And Vinyl Me, please, the guy, the guy that runs it was doing a talk. And at the end of the talk, there was a Q&A, and I raised my hand boldly, and I think Shay was in the room, and I said, what about Tori Amos? What about Tori Amos' Scarlet's Walk? It's from Sony, which is a record company they notoriously have worked with a lot. It's from Sony. It's coming up on the 20-year anniversary. It's never been pressed to vinyl, and I, it would sell, guaranteed. Like, it would sell. So put it out. And so he said, well, we've... He said something like, I think we've tried to work with Tori. I can't recall, but um, he wrote it down. He wrote it down to look into. And he was like, he was really interested that it had never been pressed to vinyl before. So well, you never know. If it happens, thank the Torical and me. Okay. Will I get the job? Oh, I hope so. Will I get the job? All right. Let's, sh- let's do a shake. 
You gotta shake when it's a real life scenario, you know? You gotta shake. Okay, we get the job. Bouncing off clouds. That sounds exciting. We could be bouncing off the top of this. It's not as heavy as it seems. You're going to get it. I think it's going to be good. That's actually very po I love when we get bouncing off clouds. What is a good song for a trip to Vegas and Tucson? What is a good song for a trip to Vegas and Tucson? You got it. We'll do two. We'll pull two for you. What are two good songs? One for Vegas and one for Tucson. The first one for Vegas smells like teen spirit. You know what? When you're young, I mean, 21 is not a teenager, but at our age, our collective age, 21 feels like a teenager and it feels like being young again. That first time you went to Vegas, do you remember? The first time I went to Vegas, I was 20. Oh, was I? Or maybe I was 19. And I, said, I gambled with my aunt and they didn't even card me and they brought me cocktails. Nobody cared. But weirdly, when I was like eight, I was in Laughlin. Yeah, at the Edgewater. And I was standing against like near a slot machine or like a bank of slot machines. And they freaked out. I remember like getting yelled at by security to not be standing anywhere near them. Next question. Oh, wait, that was just for Vegas. And then for Tucson, Blood Roses. You know why? I actually really like Tucson. Tucson is a place to get spiritually right. That feels right to me in Tucson because there's it's just the desert and there's a lot of artists. It's a big artist community there. So it feels like a place to get right. And in order to get right, you have to excise the demons that are inside. And that is what Blood Roses is. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, you got to do that there. Are we falling in love? Well, yes, ma'am, we are. But I'm assuming you're not asking me. <laughs> If we are falling in love, you're asking the Torkoal about you and someone else. This is a fine way to find out you're cheating on me. Are we falling in love, Carnival? Um, the way you walk in the door, the way you can, the way you're telling me you're not a dangerous man. I would, I would exercise caution. I would just look at it with an open eye. One open eye. Just when he's not looking, just pull back your head like this and just look at him with one open eye and see, make sure you're seeing things correctly. You know how like Will and Grace, Grace would say like next to the bench, on the bench, next to the bench, on the bench. Just make sure you're seeing things clearly. Carnival is a, is a warning. I always take it as a warning, but it's a great song. It's a banger. So it could be a banger of a romance. All right. This question is, what would the Tori song be if she was on the soundtrack to Stranger Things? Oh, this is a good one. These are the questions I like. What song would be on the soundtrack to Stranger Things? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Okay. Song for Eric. Is there a character named Eric? If there is, I've never watched. I've watched. I watched season one of Stranger Things. It's like really exploded. And I now I'm three seasons behind. And my friend Maggie tells me I can't watch season three because of the rat content, the rodent content. I don't do that. I don't watch that. I can't. I can't. No, I can't even watch Ratatouille. I can't. There's a scene in Ratatouille where the grandma, it's like in the first minute of the movie. And she's like chasing a rat. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. It's a cartoon rat. It's a cartoon rat. It's going to be fine. And then she shoots down her chandelier and the chandelier falls and there's hundreds of rats in her ceiling and I walked out of the movie theater it was within the first three minutes I'm not kidding first of all I worked at the movie theater it was arc light but I would have walked out anyway I would have walked out anyway so how are we talking why are we talking about this oh yeah she says I can't watch season three so therefore there's no point in watching season two but song for Eric I hope that means something in the show someone let me know Will the hiring freeze be lifted in the next few months? You know what? I don't know if this is the truth, but I was reading an article about how employers are instituting a hiring freeze in order to like, I mean, there's a lot going on right now in arenas of work comma my job. 
So I can only assume from what I've read, just like vaguely read and heard mostly on TikTok, employers are instituting a hiring freeze in order to get more out of you in order to, <laughs> it's a worker's market. Don't they say it's like, a, it's like a worker's market. It's not, it's an, it's an employee market. What is it called? If this is happening to you, find a job, get a remote job that allows you to tour. Okay, will the hiring freeze be lifted in the next few months? I hope so. You need an assistant, girl. Okay. Selkie. Okay, let's look at the lyrics to Selkie because as many times as I've heard it, I haven't memorized the lyrics. Selkie unzips her skin, finally determined. Okay, she's determined. She's determined to unzip herself and walk out of her former being. Through a window in the dark, there he sits, all alone. Oh my God, the poor worker, because there's a hiring freeze. He's sitting alone. I've been waiting on the love of my life to find. He's been waiting on his Selkie to come back. The Selkie is the assistant. You get it? The Selkie is the coordinator or the co-chair or whatever your job title is, is the compliment to that. He said, I know these shores are not like yours, but will you make your home in my arms slash office slash slash adjacent office. Will you make your home in the office next to mine, please? This is very positive. I think the hiring freeze will be lifted. Take from that what you will, but that's how I see it. You know, I'm just a translator. Moving on. Does the Toracle have any inspiration for where we should travel to next? This is one half of a couple that I follow on Instagram, and um, they seem to have the best life. They do a lot of fun things together, and I envy that experience, and I hope to make that my own soon. The answer to your question is Holly. Holly. H-O-L-L-Y. I'm assuming they're talking about Holly from England, so <laughs> you need to go to London and visit Holly. If you don't know Holly, I will e-introduce you. She's amazing, but that's how I'm taking it. But let's actually look at the Holly lyrics. Well, no, we're not gonna look at the Holly lyrics. We asked the question and the bag gave an answer. Go visit Holly. And Holly will take you to the Pele church if you want. Holly knows where that is. She knows the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker, and she knows how to get the key to that building. Okay, Toracle, what is the answer to my career crisis? I said we shake the bag in times of crisis. Especially if the word crisis is used in the question. Okay, we gave it a lot of shaking. What is the answer to my career crisis? Okay, I've pulled two accidentally. Pandora's Aquarium and not dying today. Okay, good. So it's about survival. The answer to your career crisis is you are not dying today. You will get through it. They're not taking you today. Once you know that, Pandora's Aquarium, stare, but I can taste you're still alive below the waist. Below, underneath everything that feels like a crisis, you're still alive and you're determined to burst out. Ripples come and ripples go and ripple back to me. Back to me. I think that the answer to the career crisis or what the bag is saying, be strong. Be strong. It's going to take a minute, but swim to and through new waters. Try new avenues something that you didn't expect before or something that you never saw yourself quite approaching it in that in that way thoughts you thought you'd never tell maybe something is there deep inside that you're not saying that you'd like to do and maybe you can make a career out of that or maybe you can work there or try to work there or try to do that thing i think there's something hidden pandora is saying there's something hidden and that you will survive but you need to release the hidden right wow I hope that resonates with you because it gave me chills. Also, will she ever tour with the harpsichord again? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not... 
I don't need to shake the bag that hard to get that answer. Mr. Badman, no. You don't want to hang with a Mr. Badman. I think she considers the harpsichord a Mr. Badman. Like, it's hard to tour with. It's very hard. Do you remember when she slapped it? When she slapped it and unplugged during Blood Roses? She went, bam, 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 bam. Smack. She was so, it was already out of tune. She was so pissed off. Okay. Who are these people I work for, really? Evil, dumb, or other? Girl, what is happening in the job market? I have to, I am going to release the tapes. Okay, back to your question, though. Who are these people I work for? I'm invested. I need to know, too. Who are these people we, I mean you, work for? Okay, who are these people we work for? Evil, dumb, or other? You know, you have to, okay, before I answer this question, I do have the, the song in my fingers, but I haven't looked at it yet. Before I answer this, I have to talk about the four agreements that you have to assume when you come into a workplace, it's a really a, like a, a way to deal with people. And one of the agreements is that assume everyone is doing their best. Like assume everyone has the best intentions. And I do usually assume that. Sometimes I'm like, do you hate me? Like what, like, what are you thinking about me? Why do you hate me? But that's mostly a joke. And it's mostly to my friends because no one hates you more than your closest friends. I saw that TikTok. Did you see that TikTok? No one hates you more than your closest friends. You, you're trying to quit drinking? Oh, let's go drink. You're trying to stop eating carbs? Oh, come on, let's have a pizza. Your friends hate you. But anyway, you have to assume everyone's doing their best. But sometimes, sometimes when you have a clear moment and you see their actual motivation, it's not that they're doing their best or not doing their best. It's not that they're trying to actively uh, fuck with you. It's that sometimes their goal or their motivation is in direct contrast with yours. So it feels like you're getting attacked at every turn. And the answer is secret spell. They are witches. They are witches. That's what they are. They're witches. They're not evil. Well, witches are witches inherently evil? They're not dumb. That's for sure. They're not dumb. But maybe they're evil. Maybe they're evil. The witches in, in the Scottish play, were they evil? I mean, were they misunderstood? But whatever it is, they're, they're secretive, and they speak in weird riddles. They speak in weird riddles, and then they do magic and spells on you, and it's really terrible. Okay, is a new love coming for me this summer? Is a new love coming for me this summer? Okay, let's find out. Ocean to ocean, where have I been? Um, yeah, I think that's positive, right? There are those who never give a goddamn... For, oh, wait, maybe it's telling you... To focus on the environment, ocean to ocean, ocean to ocean. I choose to think positive. I'm going to pull another one. Clarify this for me, Toracle. I don't get it. Okay, ocean to ocean. Will love find you this summer? Will there be a new love in your life this summer? And the clarifying answer is snow cherries from France. Yes, there will be, but it'll be heartbreaking. And perhaps it'll be heartbreaking because his or her or their environmental beliefs will not align with yours. And that's where Ocean to Ocean comes in. Yes, there will be a love, but there, will, there are some who never give a goddamn. So like I said back before, exercise caution. Open one eye. Keep one eye open at all times. Will Gaga cover Tori at the Chromatica Ball? Oh, Let's just assume that she will, and this is the song that she will do, that she's working on right now. Okay. Also, I have a question. Okay, yes. Okay. Police me. Gaga's going to do police me. But now here's my question. Will Macy Rodman cover Tori Amos on her East Coast tour, of which I'm doing the entire thing, and she knows I'm doing the whole damn thing, and in fact, I'm traveling with her. So, will Macy Rodman... Do a goddamn Tori Amos cover for me. And if so, I'm assuming the answer is yes again. And if so, what will the song be? And she will cover Sister Janet. Oh, that would actually be really cool. I'm not going to lie. Sister Janet. Okay. 
Next one. How should I reinvent myself? Okay. You know, I'm obsessed with reinvention lately because I'm trying to reinvent myself into the person I've always visualized myself as. And now that some things have settled in my life, a few things have. I go and bust my knee. It's like the universe giveth and the universe dislocateth away. Okay. How should I reinvent myself? Uh-oh. You don't want to do this. Peeping Tommy. No. You're already, though, a peeping Tommy if you think about it because this person who wrote this is a photographer and you're already peering in into intimate moments of either the life of people or the life of the world because I know that you do a lot of scenic stuff. So maybe portraits. Maybe I'm going to say I'm peeping Tommy like Peeping Tommy's looking in the window at someone. So maybe a portrait photographer. Maybe do something very interesting involving people. Something that's never been done before, though. I feel something like, I feel like there's a way that your photographs in particular can incorporate the human form and feel like a painting. I feel like there's something there. I don't know why that's coming to me. But Peeping Tommy, if that's not how you want to reinvent yourself, if you want to get away from photography entirely, I'm going to pull another one for you. And it is Parasol. <laughs> Be a painter. Look at that. The bag said, stay with art. The bag said, you are not, you are an artist in your soul. You will never leave art behind. So be secure knowing that you're on the right path. Okay, does my crush like me? Okay, girl, if it's me, the answer's yes. Does my crush like me? Okay. Jamaica Inn, hello, steamy, steamy road ahead. The sexiest thing is trust. You gotta trust that they like you. They do like you. Okay, scarlet vinyl? Yes, I said. <laughs> yes, we're on the edge of the moon. This will confirm it, third time's the charm. What is this? Smoky Joe, it's just getting vaguer and vaguer, or more and more vague. Okay, let me read the lyrics to Smokey Joe, you're calling at the station. Oh, okay, well, Scarlet's walk, you're calling at the station. Yeah, I think ready to be picked up, ready to be shipped. Did you hear about the whole new Bjork album that's just sitting on a shelf waiting to be shipped out? It's got been, it's been printed, the vinyl's done? I can't even believe it. Will my chronic pain ever go away? Okay. We're shaking for you. Will my chronic pain ever go away? We got bliss. Bliss. Yes, that sounds very positive. That you will experience joy, which can only come when you're not in chronic pain, right? Like you can't experience true bliss or nirvana or utopia while you're in chronic pain. So I do believe this is a positive message. I'm sorry that you are in pain. I hope that it does go away soon, but bliss says that it will go away. So trust that and let that guide you. And also, we released the Bliss episode yesterday. We dropped it in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, my God. I just couldn't wait anymore. I've been sitting on that episode for six months. I'm just kidding. We just finished it yesterday. I just finished it yesterday. I was like, this episode needs something. And I didn't know what it needed. And I just couldn't put it out. I was like, it is missing something. And then I realized, oh, I should interview the Y2K bug. And so I had to track down the Y2K bug. So finally, I, got a, I found the Y2K bug and interviewed hit them on the show and they were very insightful i don't know if you've heard it but i hope you would agree okay next question oh my god we should go fast because we're not even halfway done next question i'll be moving to a new city soon and i'm pretty nervous how do i find myself once i'm there how do i find myself once i'm there flavor we got flavor for you that means um i was gonna say something about icing and cakes but no what i think that means is the video of flavor well the video of flavor there's two videos of flavor little known fact the first visualette she's in a boat looking like a 
looking like a Renaissance painting. Not a pre-Raphaelite with the big dresses, but like a version of that because she's like thrusts her chest out on this little tiny boat and it like the hair blows back and she looks like she's 12 years old in a good way. It just looks very, it's very stunning. That one. So either if you're moving to a city with or near water, take to the water. But what I was thinking is how you find yourself in the new city, you take to the streets, like in the flavor video. You visit the kids in the streets. You go to the drag bars. You find the gays. You find the gay crowd. That's basically what, that's what this is saying. Flavor, rain, flavor, and find the gay crowd. And then dance to the flavor remix on the dance floor. Flavor saying, find the gays. Next one, today is my 40th birthday. Happy fucking birthday. How do the years to come look? Happy fucking birthday. How do the years to come look? You can bring your dog. You know what? You can bring your dog. That's sexy. That has a lot of sex appeal. The years to come look in your sexiness, in your in your lust. That's what I feel the years to, Oh wait, it's not it's not you can bring your dog. It's you belong to me. Oh my god. Learn to read. You belong to me. Well still still there's some sex and some lust in that song as well right you belong to me yeah, yeah, yeah. i think love lust i'm thinking carnal things i'm thinking find your sexuality i'm thinking experience your 40s and be uninhibited in a way that you never have been before that's what santa did for tori and that's what actually mona lisa smile did for tori because it opened up this whole big band world that you know she'd been wanting to try you know she'd been wanting to try it it comes back again time and time again throughout the christmas album i think it prompted her to be to have the confidence to work with a orchestra or a symphony so i think the years to come look pretty damn good for you okay when will we get u.s tour dates all right henny when will we get u.s tour dates let's see hey jupiter that's the ninth track on boys for pele so nine is september so i think in september will come u.s tour dates that's how i always determine with the song pools what will be tomorrow's hurdle <laughs> What will tomorrow's hurdle be? Okay, you know the Torkoal's not good with fact-checkable questions. You know the Torkoal hates those. Okay, what will be tomorrow's hurdle? And let's talk about the hurdle yesterday, huh? The one that started with silence? God damn it. Okay, what will... I pulled two. It'll either be crucify or twinkle. All right, we got two. Crucify or twinkle. Are we going to get a piano sheet music book for Ocean to Ocean? Yes, and his name is Yanta. Check him out. Okay, are we going to get a piano's book, a piano sheet music book for Ocean to Ocean? The answer is New Age. It's the beginning of a new age where Tori realizes Yanta is really good at what he does. So she's just like, why am I doing this? Okay, can I keep up? Oh, can I keep up? I hope so. I'm shaking because I love you. Can I keep up? We got Jackie's strength, which tells me you are strong enough to keep up. I think that you have the strength. I think that you are stronger than you realize. I think you're stronger than you believe. Um, will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Yes and yes. Okay. We got home on the range. You will be pretty and rich if you look at things from a... What does Home on the Range say about being pretty and rich? I think, and I know I'm just throwing this out there, you are already pretty and you appear to be rich, but Home on the Range says perhaps redefine pretty and rich because if we look at the land and we're, <laughs> we're going to get into the genocide of the indigenous people, not only in the United States, but also in Canada, 
we're going to get into what the land represents, what home on the range represents, and what beauty and richness represents. So perhaps redefine rich at least, because beautiful beauty is beauty is beauty, <laughs> beauty is beauty. Um, whatever you find beautiful is beautiful. So, but redefine rich. What does rich mean? Rich, what does rich mean? And I was watching this video about Canadian separatism, about Quebec, Quebecois separatism, in particular about the Quebec people separating from Canada and like how there's already been sort of markers, you know, set to, to do so, which is really strange to me because I exist in a life <laughs> and a time, I think, where I've always looked at teachers as like old authority figures. Like my parents are so old technically, but they're really not like now that I'm of a certain age, um, looking back at how old I thought my parents were is absurd. And looking at, back at how old I thought my teachers were is absurd. And also, I just thought I lived in a time where we had defined the boundaries and that's what it was always going to be. There was never going to be a takeover. There was never going to be any changes of the names of the countries or the states or anything. So the idea of Canadian separatism is so surprising to me and like just it rattles my little brain but in that video they were talking about an other ways that canadian separatism might occur and there's a thing called indigenous separatism or indigenous you know they have this theory of indigenous separatism because the canadians supposedly and i'm trying to get through this the canadians supposedly have a better relationship with the indigenous people on their land than america than the united states of america does clearly it couldn't get worse so that they have elevated them into positions of power and that there might one day potentially be a an indigenous council where they seek them to fully govern over the land or issues relating to the land, which I think is amazing. Like you can't fully give the land back. You can't undo the damage you've done, but you can give them a seat at the table and not even just a seat at the table to hear what's going on at the table and to watch you eat, but give them a portion of the meal equal to your own portion and give them a seat and a voice equal to your own voice. And I think that, oh, I love that. But again, let's redefine what rich is. Let's redefine what or how we look at success, basically. And I know it's a cute little Doris Day song. I've heard Que Sera Sera, but you know what? Isn't she Canadian? So I think it, does, it goes full circle. Yes, and you are pretty and rich. Okay, am I delusional? The next question is, am I delusional? So we're two very different ends of the spectrum here. You two are going through very different experiences right now. Okay, am I delusional? Northern lad. You just got to realize that you're only wet because of the rain. It's maybe you are a little, maybe you have stars in your eyes, or maybe you're ignoring things, or maybe you're just kind of seeing through other things. But maybe you're only wet because of the rain. That's what that song is telling you. Oh, honey, this is the question. Oh, honey, I need to know. Okay. All right. The answer is, you don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me what you need to know. Heart of gold, though. I hope that resonates with you. Oh, honey, I need to know. Heart of gold. That's your answer. What is the theme of my new apartment? Ooh, okay, the theme of your new apartment, and I shook it because this is important. The theme of your new apartment is Space Dog. Ooh, we love a celestial sort of ceiling situation, but do it, do it classy though. Don't do those like tacky stick on stars. No offense, those are, those are for when we were younger. Let's, let's elevate. Let's get one of those moon pillows. Oh my God, the moon pillows. I've always wanted a moon pillow. And then like the, those little rocks that like, that shine like the galaxy 
like they're like a little LED light that you put on your desk or your dresser, and then you turn off all the lights, and then it shines just the galaxy on your wall. Yeah, get that. Okay, when will this Neptune retrograde stop fucking with me? I don't even know what that is. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. I to, to fully answer your question, I must understand what the Neptune retrograde is. This article says Neptune retrograde is about removing rose-colored glasses and facing reality. In astrology, retrogrades are always a dizzying experience. Even though Neptune retrograde 2022 might not be as intense as other retrogrades, that doesn't mean it won't have an influence on you. You've probably heard about the negative effects surrounding the retrogrades of planets like Mercury, planet of communication, and Venus, planet of love, which are, there was, yes, I don't know if you heard that, that was a fire, firework which are known to sow confusion throughout your daily life. However, every retrograde has its own story to tell, and because Neptune is the planet of fantasy, this retrograde is bound to be a mystifying experience. As of June 28th at 3.54 a.m., how did I not know this? Neptune will station retrograde, beginning its backwards tailspin at 25 degrees Pisces. Because Neptune is considered the planet of spirituality, imagination, dream worlds, astral realms, and all things make-believe, this retrograde will help you gain a deeper understanding of the illusions that rule over your life. It's time to own your truth and embrace clarity in your reality. Are you ready to get deep? Are you prepared to be honest with yourself and remove the rosé colored glasses? Are you ready to acknowledge that your new bestie is actually a secret hater in sheep's clothing? I live for this shit. Even though Neptune's retrograde might sound like a reason to start burning some sage and praying for protection, there's no need to panic. Here's everything you need to know about this trippy transcendent retrograde. And then they go on. That's at uh, stylecaster.com. I will read the rest of it, but not on the air. But you should read it. When will this retrograde stop fucking with my life? All right. Well, now I have a better understanding of what the Neptune retrograde is. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know. I'm sorry. I can't. I have too much going on to focus on the stars and the planets. Take to the sky. Wow. Um... Very apt in some ways, right? It doesn't give a clear answer. This house is like Russia with eyes cold and gray. You got me moving. There's no clear timeline in that song. Have a seat while I. It seems to be in the present moment. She's about to take to the sky and she's telling the person have a seat while I, you know, not future tense. It's like present tense. Have a seat while I take to the sky. Um, so maybe now, maybe presently, maybe putting that out into the universe actually actually reversed some of the things that were happening to you. I believe that to be true. And I'll have a seat while you take to the sky. How about that? I'll have a seat while you take to the sky. Be my guest. I can't walk anyway. What song do I get a lyrics tattoo from? Oh, no. Okay, it better be good. What song do I get a lyrics tattoo from? And it is... Well, I'm not going to say that song. It was Landslide, but that's not a Tori Amos song. So that doesn't mean anything. Okay, next, the ne what song do I get a lyrics tattoo from? You've got Mother Revolution, Lucky Me, Lucky Me, Lucky Me. Sometimes I'm just a wife on loan. What the hell does that mean? Sometimes I'm just a wife on loan. Okay, favorite Tori wig? I'm not sure what you mean. All right, let's go. Let's go for it. We've got London Girls, the 96 wig. The 96 Boys for Pele wig. Loved it. Okay, can Tori read my script? Can Tori read my script? I hope so. I bet she's bored during, like, the off-season, right? She probably would read your script right now. Okay, 16 Shades of Blue. Well, okay. 
I was having a rant with Hori Amos about this earlier. She said she would play 16 Shades of Blue when Noah asked her, what is the one song you want to play with the band more than any? Like, what do you excited to work up with a band that you've never worked up with a band before? And she said 16 Shades of Blue. And so I assumed that she had a band at her disposal. She would play it, and they never did. So if you get your script to Tori Amos and she says she's going to read it, chances are you're going to have to remind her. She might forget. Okay. Last question. We're going to do two more, and then I'm done. Will I do ayahuasca this year? This is important. Will I do ayahuasca this year? Okay. Oh, I hope we pull Father Lucifer. That's a clear. That's as clear as an answer as we could get. Will I do ayahuasca this year? Okay. We're going to pull this one, and it is give. Um, that does sound like we're descending, right? Like, that song does sound like we're kind of starting a drug trip, and... It's about giving love. Some people give blood, but I give love. So I think I think we're leaning towards yes, unless don't ever do anything you're scared of because the, the fear will come out in the trip. That's what I've learned. Anything will be magnified or everything will be magnified. And did you hear someone told me today, thank you, by the way, to Heather Mulligan, who told me that um, How to Change Your Mind, that book that I read, has a Netflix show. It's like a docu-series on how to change your mind. So I got to watch that. So if you are interested in mushrooms, if you're interested in all that like experience, uh, I guess there's a Netflix docu-series on it. So check it out, and I will too. Also, I'm watching French Drag Race. <laughs> I've watched the first two episodes of French Drag Race, and I love it. I love La Grande Dame. I love her. I also love La Cahena. I love Soie de Muse. I love her. Oh, my God. Okay, and I'm not even a Drag Race fan normally because, you know, I don't know if you've heard that RuPaul stole my show, but whatever. Okay, it's fine. Am I delusional? I'll pull a song for that. Am I delusional? Ah! Ode to the Banana King, very much so. Part one, very much so. Okay, last but not least, Fuck, Mary Kill. I love this. Well, we can't end with this one. Fuck, Mary Kill, Ash Sowen, Mark Hawley, John Evans on bass, trademark. Trademark. Okay, Fuck, Mary Kill. I guess, how are we going to do this? Okay, this should be the last one. How are we going to do this? Ash. We're going to say Ash's name, and we're going to pull a song. Ash. 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 Ring my bell. That tells me, <laughs> um, fuck. Fuck Ash. Okay. Uh, Mark Holly. Mark Holly. What song are we getting? Girl disappearing. I guess that's kill. <laughs> I guess that's kill, right? Like you can't, you have to disappear. So, like if you kill someone, you disappear them, right? You unalive them. Um, <laughs> fuck, kill. And then I guess that means, well, Mary John? What's what the song going to say? Mary John. Um, Muhammad, my friend. You know what? She's marrying... The Christian, she's marrying all the Eastern religion with the Western religion. Listen to that episode. I don't have time to go into it. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you enjoy listening to Bliss. We're already starting to work on Juarez, and then it's smooth sailing. I'm telling you, those of you who are itching for the Venus season, it'll be over before you know it. And then we'll go on to Strange Little Girls. And we're, you know, once... Once, honestly, once Strange Little Girls is over. No, I guess once Scarlet's Walk is over, there's no more B-sides. It's just like the album seasons. Oh, my God. It's all happening too fast. I hope that you enjoy the Bliss episode. And, um, yeah, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye.
Why are we even going back to the States? It's amazing to be here with our sister Canadians. Some of you know these amazing musicians I've had the privilege of playing with now for many weeks. This guy I've been playing with since 98, the bass man, Mr. John Evans. And to my left, from England, on percussion and drums, Mr. Ash Song. Thank you. 
delicious. And that usually happens because, oh God, who knows why. But it's funny when it happens and you just become one of these like, um, you know those comic books? Sven the Berserker? <laughs> well, it'd be nice if I uh, had a better understanding of it. And I think those of you that have those crazy tempers know what I'm talking about. Now some of you are at the other end of those crazy tempers, which isn't that fun either, is it? Or maybe it is, isn't it, you little, mm, 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 you little gimp, you? <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you.
Be the only one you can't be. 
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.